Hello, welcome to take two of episode 120 of Divided by Werewolves, where we will not mention the P word, which is a word you're not gonna you're not gonna hear from us because it's caused Skype to crash twice well, now. Just you know, if you love the Nicktoons, go ahead and love them. Exactly. Not gonna, nope, not gonna say a word. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm here. Mitch is here, of course, uh, and uh, it's been a pretty good couple weeks for movies and whatnot. Um, so we have three movies that we're going to get into this week uh, before we talk a little bit about Nier, and I have some Monster Hunter questions. Uh, what would you like to do first? Uh, well, here's the thing. Mm. Uh, I, I think probably... So, before I even say what we're going to do first, here's, here's, here's the problem. It's like, as we have documented, uh, it's been well documented that I don't watch trailers anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, because I'm like, man, if there's something I want to watch, I feel like I already know I want to watch it before a, a trailer comes out. So, uh, I, I don't watch trailers. And then... Um, what happens is sometimes I'm mildly interested in something, mm-hmm. and and then uh, I I may not 100% know what I'm getting myself into, mm-hmm. and and I may have had a better idea had I watched the trailer, and that was the case for uh, this this one movie mm-hmm. that I think I have the least to say about, but sure. maybe you know you might have more to say about it. I don't know. Is that nobody? It is nobody. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so nobody. Um, of course, that's that's the new um, uh, Bob Odenkirk joint, uh, yep. directed by Ilya Nyshuler, who um, he uh, directed Hardcore Henry, um, which was mm. you know kind of a first. Damn pr- it! Yeah, which I didn't is, know that. Yeah, that movie's so, great. So like, which is okay. like essentially. If a first-person shooter or more like a first-person brawler was made into a it's movie, like a, uh, um, what is that game? The first-person parkour game with the with the uh, oh Mirror's the girl? Edge, Mirror's, Near, Edge. Mirror's Edge, yeah. yeah. If Mirror's Edge had way more guns in it, that's what Hardcore Henry was. Yeah, and and it was written by um, Derek Kolstad, who you know was was a writer and producer for you know John Wick three and John Wick mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so so essentially, it, it the trailer makes it seem like a John Wick movie. It, but yet, and it has some similarities there. And I think if you had seen the trailer, you probably would have been less interested, knowing that it seemed like a John Wick movie. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. Like, yeah. I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a falling down kind of yeah. movie where like where like Bob was like, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of everybody's bullshit. I'm gonna I'm just gonna um, fuck everybody's shit up. And it is that, but at the same time, uh, it's very much a John Wick kind of thing. And yeah, but it's, it's, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So so essentially, you know. Bob Odenkirk, Odenkirk plays um, this guy named Hutch, Hutch Mansell. And, you know, he's he's just kind of like a typical suburban dad. He works at some, I don't know, like metal manufacturing plant that he, he got yeah. the job because his wife's uh, father owns it. You know, his mm-hmm. brother-in-law works there. And it's just like day in, day out. Like the, the opening sequence. That part. 
that part like spoke to me. There is, um, it's like uh, the same day over and over again, same shit, different day kind of thing. There's, um, there's a Liam Neeson movie that was basically, um, I forget what it's called. Um, I love the Liam Neeson movies, but it was basically, um, so the Liam Neeson movie that he did where he was the disgraced drunk air marshal who was on a plane, um, they did a similar version where he was a a disgraced ex-cop on a train and it showed the same type of thing just day in and day out of like you know you yeah. get up you say hi you get your coffee blah, 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 you go to work you get up you get up, you say hi you get your coffee you go to work you get up and i remember and it was such a fantastic sequence cuz it showed like his son getting older but also like every day for this is the same for this guy and the same thing with hutch it's like every day is yeah. the same you know yeah and his wife doesn't really give a shit about him, and his kids don't right. really give a shit about him. He's just this, right. you know, kind of, just, you know, forty, late forty, early fifty. Just he's yeah. just, he's in this rut, you know, whatever. So, one night, uh, people break into his house, and it's not a John Wick situation where they break into his house to, to fuck his shit up. It's just two junkies or whatever they're just the, the gun isn't even loaded they're just trying to get some cash oh it's heartbreaking yeah like, why the when, once you realize kind of what the motivation for the break-in was mm-hmm. and and also like it's it's not to not to cut you off or, or, or to do spoilers but man like uh why he gets the drop on them mm-hmm. and why he doesn't fuck their shit up yeah because this this is a person who uh, could fuck their entire world up, right? And he doesn't, right? And and then once he, you know, and, and then he 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 accepts the the repercussions of his actions, and it's like it's so emascul- demasculating, and like uh, everybody's like, oh, even his kids are like, Jesus Christ, Dad! Right. Like we had the drop on him. And he doesn't do it, and then uh, and the kid and then, even had his son could have yeah. hit one of them with a golf club, and he was just like, no, yeah. just let him go. Yeah, and 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 once it once it gets into kind of why he didn't do that, and and because uh, spoiler, uh, he would have have absolutely fucked their shit up, and then uh, well, I once, think it's fine to talk to talk. I mean, it's they were talking about it in the reviews. So basically, Hutch is somebody who was called like he was called an auditor. And essentially yep. what he was, was he worked for the federal government, and if federal contract, people who did business with the government, if it was determined that they were embezzling money or in any way uh, doing things that the government did not want it getting out in the public, Hutch would come and essentially yeah. clean it he's up. He's sort of like a, he's basically Harvey Keitel from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he was he's a he cleaner. Was, yeah, right, he was like, a cleaner. Yeah, and so, uh, and which and so, is why and so, he, he knew uh, that the gun wasn't loaded and whatnot. Exactly. Right. And so, like, the fact that he took it upon himself to look like a bitch for not, you know, kind of uh, fucking these people up when they broke into his family's house, and the other thing, and this was interesting to me, or, or uh, sort of curious, because, like. I don't know. Maybe you, I don't know if you felt the same way, but like his wife knew what he was, but yes. like, but like, acted like she didn't know what he was, and like why he didn't, you know, 
Like I, I just, I was very confused by his wife. Like for this yeah. whole, that's one thing for the whole movie. And I was like, how could she not know? Because she obviously, like you know, uh, tended to his wounds and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but when when this this break in happened, she was like, "Why didn't you do anything? Why didn't you do anything?" And 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 I would think she would know why he didn't do anything, right? Or, to some extent, or she wouldn't have. She would trust that he would know not to do anything. Right. Right. I and, think. I think and, for. I think for me, what it was is that she. I think she just kind of probably felt like he was unhappy and and wasn't sure mm. you know and and because it comes that's one of the things that that comes across is how unhappy he is and then yeah so he he ends up going to the couple cuz his daughter's kitty cat bracelet was missing and he mm. thinks that the, the 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 people who broke into his house stole it so he goes to their apartment to get it yeah, back there's John Wick like full well, he, he goes Nick. he goes there to get it back. He doesn't do anything to them. He ends up later on right. finding it under the couch. But on right. the way back, these drunken Russians get into a yeah. small fender bender and then get on the bus that he's on, start harassing this woman, and he says he basically is like, Finally, I can kick the shit out of these guys, right. which is what I've been yeah. wanting to do. Yeah. Right for so long now, and it's a pretty brutal fight, and he does mm-hmm. get the shit kicked out of him, but keeps mm-hmm. on coming back. But then turns out that these guys, one of them is the son of this Russian mobster, and then it kind of goes down the full kind of like he's now defending himself, but also likes the fact that he's hurting these people and wants to kind of yeah. keep doing it. So right. it, it's not a John Wick movie in that he's seeking revenge against it's a john wick type of movie in that here is a what by all accounts kind of an everyday dude who had this violent past and that past comes back and he uses the tools he learned in that past to take care of some bad guys but the difference is like john wick was out he didn't want to come back he was totally out he just ends up kind of you know having a discussion with a fucking entitled prick who then breaks into his house and kills his dog now you could say well his reaction to that was just way off the charts but in hutch's case hutch went looking for a fight he he could have just as easily said you know what i know that i did the right thing and if my kids don't respect me whatever like his daughter loved him his son not so much you know if, if my family doesn't understand that then that that's fine because that keeps them out of this world but he wasn't content with that so he poked the bear and then the bear roared back, and he roared back mm. even louder because that's what yeah. he's been wanting to do this whole time. Right, and and that's kind of uh, that's kind of where like I like I like you said when I was like when I was in the Discord and I was like, wait a second, is this some John Wick bullshit? And you were like, maybe watch a trailer. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch trailers, and I was like, okay, but uh, again, like what you're talking about, it's like. Uh, this person obviously has this past and, and and I was all in. I'm like, okay, cool. I got it. But my thing was that his wife was shocked uh, about, you know, when he finally was like, I'm about to fuck these motherfuckers up. Yeah. Uh, Cause I would have thought she, she knew yeah. kind of 
what his thing was because there were some things where she reacted to and she's like, Oh shit, not yeah. this again. Yeah. And then other things she was complete. She seemed to be completely oblivious, oblivious to why people were in their house with automatic weapons. Yeah. And he's like, go into the, this first of all, like, wouldn't she have questioned why they needed a safe room? Like why they have a panic room in the basement? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why she doesn't seem to know what's going on. Because I understand, like for the kids, sure that makes sense. But for his wife, I was kind of like, shouldn't she have known? Right. Kind of this was a thing, and and especially that that also makes sense if he's trying to be a, fa- a pacifist and, and trying to work for the whatever the company is, yeah. you know, that her family owns. Uh, wouldn't she have known that's kind of what he's doing? And so, her not knowing or not understanding when shit went down you know, kind of what was going on, I was like, wait a second. Like, wouldn't she have known or had some semblance of an idea? Because Yeah, but she, she might have known, but just wanted him to be a different person. And then... Well, I'm saying I agree, but, like, when he's like, go to the basement, uh, yeah. the co- don't come out. And she's like, oh, well, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, yes, you do. You yeah. absolutely should know what's going on, that kind of thing. Uh, but I will say... Uh, I, 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 you know, it's me. So I'm kind of like, you know, I don't, I'm not the biggest John Wick fan in the world. Uh, I enjoyed this. Um, yeah, I thought the, you know, I mean, Bob Odenkirk is great, and yeah. uh, you know, they yeah. they pulled off the action sequences pretty well. I mean, he he, you know, he's a pretty credible. Um, I mean, it's no like, you know, he's not like Keanu Reeves where it's, he, it's you like know, a, it's like a, it's like the um, Bruce Willis, uh, Death yeah. Wish, you know. Well, just you, good. You can believe, <laughs> right? But better, but good, because you can believe, you know, Bruce Willis. Not so much as probably a doctor, but once, yeah. you know, he gets sick of everybody's shit. You can absolutely believe Bruce Willis is a guy who's like, "Fuck you," mm-hmm. you know, "fuck your hip hop music" or whatever, <laughs> whatever, uh, and that whole thing in that movie. Uh, yeah, and, and and this was kind of the same thing. I one hundred percent. Uh, could see Bob Odenkirk being Michael Douglas in the yeah. new Falling Down. Yeah, right. Like he he fit the bill. Uh, he wasn't like a superhero. You know, he got hurt. He got fucked up. Uh, and uh, it's just it was just a really it was just a really fun watch. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And um, it moves fairly he, quickly. It does. He was no John Wick. Like he got his shit pushed in a yeah. lot. Like he got fucked up. Uh. And then it was so fucking great to see uh, Christopher Lloyd as his dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, oh, man. That, like, I'm not going to spoil it, but, man, there's a lot of, of, of family stuff that was fantastic, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's always and, fun to see Christopher Lloyd just kind of having fun. But, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, if, if you've ever, if you're an action movie fan and you ever thought to yourself, man, but what if Christopher Lloyd had a shotgun? Yeah, <laughs> or several shotguns. This is your movie. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next movie, let's do let's do Mortal Kombat next, because I don't know if there's a lot to say about Mortal Kombat just in general. <laughs> Listen, I loved it, but again, it's I, like, I loved you know. it too, but he, yeah, okay, so here, here's the thing. So, like, you know, I I rewatched the um the nineteen ninety five version yes. um beforehand. Um 
and it was not as good as I remembered it to be, which is fine because that that happens. Like you know, you, yeah. you you watch something when you know maybe your your tastes are different, and it, I still enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong; I wasn't like this is a terrible movie. It just wasn't as good as I remember it being. So then you know, and I'm kind of like watching people complaining about this. It actually this happened at work where people were complaining about this Mortal Kombat movie, and I said, well. I just watched, you know, the uh, the nineteen ninety five version. It it it, mm-hmm. it absolutely. You know, they were like, you know, the fight scenes aren't as good. And I was like, that seven minute, the first fight scene, <laughs> you know, that's seven minutes uh, into when when you learn, you know, kind of some origins of like Scorpion and and his conflict with Sub Zero, right. um, is better than any fight scene done in the entirety of the nineteen ninety five Mortal Kombat. And and this guy was like, "That's not true." And I was like, "I I just watched it yesterday." And he's like, "Well, it's been a while since I've watched it." And I'm like, "Okay, mm. well, I'm I'm telling like, I mean, it's like if you haven't seen it in a while, like, I mean, Sonya Blade throws like a roundhouse and she almost falls down like in the 1995 yeah. version, right? Like, I mean, okay, well, so <laughs> Sonya Blade was supposed to be Cameron Diaz, and she broke her wrist in rehearsal, and so the the actress from uh, Last Action Hero came in to Mortal Kombat like five days before shooting started. So okay. you can't really you can't really fault her for All her right. performance. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'll, but still, it's like I mean, I still. Well, don't, I agree with I you. Mean, I'm when just they're saying. showing like, I mean, it's just not. It's the 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 fight choreography they they got more people in the the 2021 Mortal Kombat that actually seem to either know how yes. to fight or have yes. you know have 100%. fight choreography experience so they yeah. could do better fights fights where they're not constantly cutting back and forth with edits and and whatnot mm-hmm. you know nothing like that i mean it's still a nonsensical story right like of course at the end of the day you're taking what started off as a coin op you know, whatever video game where the big an deal, video an arcade the, fighter where where the big deal was, yeah, it was and, all the and violence and whatnot. Yeah. And you're trying to make a movie out of it, and so mm-hmm. you know the biggest difference here is that you know they 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 add this kind of convoluted thing where you have to have a mark, so you have to have a birthmark that looks like the dragon, and if you have that at some point in time. You're going to develop some kind of superpower, and the only right. way you can get a mark if you don't have a mark is you have to kill someone who has a mark, and right. that you know all of the fighters you know are supposed to fight in Mortal Kombat, but you know Shang Tsung he's 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 trying to break the rules and yeah. and kill off all of the you know Lord Raiden's heroes first um, sure. before the tournament starts because they've already won. It's like twelve tournaments they're supposed to win, or ten, or something. They've already won all but like one right. tournament, and if they win one basically, more, then they yeah, can take over Earth. Outworld is about to take over mm-hmm. Earth realm and stuff. And, and, and uh, I, I will say, uh, you could talk about like ninety-five Mortal Kombat not being a, a great movie, um, but I feel like what it what it did in trying to make sense out of a video game plot line was better than what this one did 
uh, because I don't know because it didn't it didn't explain why anybody would have superpowers, right? It was just kind of like we were just supposed to uh, well, uh, we were just sure, supposed to accept right. the fact that you know this guy's an but ice least, ninja and this guy's a you know what I mean? Like they don't yeah. you know none of that but stuff. It, but they it, they it, also it, didn't get into like they didn't let you know they didn't have um, you know uh, uh, what's his name there Lu Kang. You know, mm. do his do his fire blasts in the in the in, well, in like, the ninety five uh, one and and disregard, kind of disregarding all the superpowers and this that, and everything. The thing that ninety five did, and I loved uh, the new one. I, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I loved the the scorpion stuff and the sub zero stuff because those are like you know I'm a basic bitch. Those are my, those are probably my number one number two characters if we're talking about Mortal Kombat, but. When it comes down to a movie trying to make sense of a, a plot line, I felt like at least the '95 movie, whether you know, and and it wasn't perfect, but the thing that it did that this kind of new one didn't was it at least acknowledged the fact that it was a tournament. Like it was like, you know, uh, there was a reason behind why they were fighting, and this new one. It was just like, uh, yeah, if you've got a tattoo. Well, uh, no, but they did They did say, they said that there was going to be a tournament, it, and, and they were supposed to fight in the tournament, but then Shang Tsung was right. like, well, if we kill everybody now, we don't have to fight them in the tournament. So they, <laughs> right. they it's just that they never got to the tournament per se, yeah. but but I think that they, they, you know, they definitely were trying to set up sequel type of things and so that would you could see more because oh, yeah. at the end they're like, like you know we're gonna go find more fighters so you know I, I think that if if this tournament is supposed to be such a huge deal and they are gonna make more movies it makes sense almost to hold off on the tournament for the last movie like that's the yeah that's, that's the true. end goal but I agree with you that if you have a movie in which these guys are fighting in a tournament, and you never actually have a tournament. <laughs> like it does, yeah, like, it does tend to fighting, dilute the right? message a little. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and especially like, okay, if you're gonna do Goro, which is fine. I loved Goro in the '95 one. I mean, yeah. he, he was claimation. It took Goro. like 13 <laughs> people to 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 uh, work that puppet. Yeah, like, like it was it was a it was a technical marvel. Yeah, they had Goro in the '95, right? And, and he looked as good as he did. Uh, and uh, Goro is supposed to be the prince. Mm-hmm. Prince Goro is supposed to be the champion of Mortal Kombat, and you put him in this new one, and this nobody loser. And that's that's the thing. Well, we'll get to that movie. in a minute. <laughs> that's the thing about this this movie. Like, I love the way they treated most of the characters that we're familiar with. What I don't understand is is not using someone, anyone, in this this universe of characters that we've all known for 30 years now, and we all know who they are, and we know what they do, and stuff like that. Uh, and you're like, well, here's this guy. Well, it's uh, because they... they the, well, there's a couple of reasons. One is they... they you know they 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 didn't want to go right to Nick uh, um um Johnny Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage 
because they had done that in 95. But also, you know, there is this idea that, like, you're you're kind of, like, using this idea of all of kind of, you know, Asian characters and, and, and different Asian fighting styles, but yet you're going to go right towards, like, essentially a white guy. So I think right. the idea was... You know, let let's if we bring it, we can bring in a new. We can get Johnny Cage in there, eventually. Like at some point, like we can build up to him, and they and they they mention that, and they it that you know that they're getting to that point. But we can also you know kind of bring in because like Louis Tan who plays Cole Young, which is a new character. You know, he actually mm-hmm. has you know martial arts experience and 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 whatnot, and um because he was in he was in Iron Fist and um. Uh, so I think their idea was was more kind of that, like like we can we can build up to Johnny Cage, we can you know maybe which is fine, it's fine, but don't have this this new nobody character fucking murder yeah the champion of Mortal Kombat like yeah. don't bring Goro in like I I was so confused I, I feel like they should have held off honestly I feel like they they could have held off on Goro like if they're saying that this is going to be a a um a trilogy or something like like Goro could be later like mm-hmm. you know you don't have to you don't have to lead with Goro you can build up to him you've got so many oh characters they in did Mortal so Com- well with every other character yeah and then, and then uh like it was super cool to see Cabal yeah who, God like I don't even remember if he was in that shitty second mm. Mortal Kombat movie maybe he was probably not uh, I don't I, know. I love Cabal. And so, like, giving him, like, uh, a turn in the spotlight was super fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, and then and then Jax, like, the way they did Jax, yeah. I thought it was hilarious that when he initially got robot arms, they looked yeah. like paper clips. Yeah. There was, like, a meme about that, and that was yeah. hilarious. But once he got, like, his, his actual arms, and, yeah. like, he was badass, and he murdered that one dude, uh, I just, oh my god, like, Goro was completely wasted on on this new character. And I was yeah. like, well, why why wouldn't you have used, this is a, a series that is has so many characters you could pull from. Why waste Goro on uh, a character that you've, you've made up just for this one movie? Yeah, I, I and I agree with you on that one. And I think it's funny that, you know, the whole thing about Cole Young is that, He's like an MMA fighter, and he like basically mm-hmm. like gets paid to just get the shit kicked out of him. And so mm-hmm. when he get he finally gets his superpower, and they actually had like a lot of little Easter egg. Like Kano is fucking great. The guy Kano they, is fucking Kano is the best part of this movie. Kano is hilarious. They they have some Easter eggs about how you know like he, you know he goes to fight against Liu Kang, and Liu Kang keeps leg sweeping him. So you know, like, you know <laughs> shit like that, and and you know That's fantastic but, leg sweep but, joke. So you know good. so they 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 have this character. Who you know prior to Mortal Kombat, his whole thing is that he gets paid to you know basically do MMA fights when they can't find anybody else, and he's terrible because because he constantly gets his shit kicked out of him. And his superpower is he gets like what looks like an Ed Hardy skin tight long sleeve T shirt exactly that allows him to be punched <laughs> a lot. Like his superpower is yeah. literally I can continue. To get the shit kicked out of me. Oh, I also have some like bladed tonfas, and I'm like, really? Like that's that. Yeah. that so you have a guy who gets the shit kicked out of him, and that's what you make that his superpower. Right. Like not, yeah. Like, like his arms don't become like bazookas. It's right. Yeah, they're just like you're really good at getting punched. Getting... How about you just keep getting punched? 
It's like, yeah. come on, man. Like, I can't get a break. <laughs> nah, man, you yeah. get punched. That's what you get. And like, yeah. And, like, the whole, so, so I will say, like, the whole, like, uh, Sub-Zero being the villain thing I super liked. They did a lot of really cool things with Sub-Zero's powers and, like, the... Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, you know and, the kind of the the scene where the city like is is start, yeah. starts like in a blizzard and stuff like that, um, but like man, uh, Scorpion is my favorite Mortal Kombat character, and I was like, uh, the first kind of big action scene, I was like, fuck yeah, Scorpion's my that's my boy, I loved it, and then it was like. There was no more Scorpion until like the last ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's, and it's so, oh, okay. so it's because Lewis is essentially like, uh, he's he he's 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 a descendant of of Scorpion. So, uh, but but you know they make it clear in, in the movie when they're talking that you know there's a lot of realms and death is just one of them. So like mm-hmm. even if characters die and Goro really super dies <laughs> yeah, does. you know it doesn't also, it doesn't mean that that is kind right. of the end for him because i hope so because man they fucking ruins uh reptile also and i love reptile so yeah well the way i look at it is you know this is based on a seek a, a video game where you know you would murder someone by ripping their spine out and then I, they'd be available you know and the next time you had a course to say yeah like, like you do certain moves in Mortal Kombat, and you'd be like, "Holy shit, they're dead as fuck!" And then they continue the round until their, their yeah. life bar depletes. So, right, right. Yeah, I was so, disappointed they didn't do any of the um the the X ray, you know. Yeah, stuff. I yeah. love that stuff. I, I thought they would honestly for this new one. I thought, I thought they do at least. I thought they do at least one of them, yeah. um, but no. No, but still, I mean, here's the thing. I saw, like, I saw people, and I mentioned this, kind of complaining that it didn't make sense. And I'm like, if if you are watching a movie called Mortal Kombat based on a video game that I know has a deep lore and characters, but honestly also doesn't make a tremendous amount of sense. No. I, I don't really know what you're looking for. Like, I mean, I don't know what you expected. I What I expected was really good fight scenes, you know, yep. cool representations of, of interesting yep. characters and, and some gore that we didn't have. And I got all that, and I was like, oh. I'm good. Man, that Kung Lao fatality. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear God. That was fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. It was everything I wanted it to be. Like, it, it, it was, uh, it was honestly, it was um, in some aspects better than what I expected because yeah. I, I super enjoyed kind of the uh the samurai feudal japan stuff mm-hmm. when it uh, in the prequel yeah for lack of a better term yeah for uh sub-zero and, and scorpion, scorpion yeah. uh, the way it started yeah. and then once it jumped to the the modern day i thought they handled everything really fucking well yeah and uh it it, it set up and, and like you said this is supposed to be a thing that's uh a a, a, a trilogy so mm-hmm. I think it, it set it it set up really well for the next one, and uh, yeah, like it, it did everything it set out to do. I thought really well. So. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at the second one, is like okay, let's say maybe the second one is you know we're going around the world, we're trying to we're finding new people while at the same time you know having to fight off you know mm-hmm. maybe maybe Shang Tsung's forces are, are going after them too trying to kill them right. we now have to save them and then we right. finally put the band together right it's almost like a mass effect 2 where like i'm putting a team together yep. you know and then and then and then 3 
you know, three is the fight. Yeah, we we, we it, have them know, all. If, the rules it, it, are set. The tournament's on. Yeah, the, like we we know the rules. We know what's going on. And then uh, uh, there's a huge list of characters to pull from, and it was super cool. Again, that they used you know some some obscure characters like Cabal in this one, and maybe Cabal's maybe that was his. You know, he's not going to be in the. It's like it's like every movie like this, right? It's like um, Darth Maul. It's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, he's super badass, and he's like, "Holy!" And you get super hyped. He's like, "Holy shit, uh, this guy's amazing!" And uh, and he dies, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, fuck!" But then they they found ways <laughs> and they put to... somebody else in the next one, right? But then so... they found ways to keep Darth Maul alive and have him come back, right. and you know. So I mean, I think and they so, like, know. It... I I mean, the fact that he they said you know death's just another realm, like nothing's nothing's final, right? right? So there, there's so many uh, badass Mortal Kombat characters that we haven't seen yet, and it's mm. so fucking cool that somebody like Cabal, who's such a, a uh, I mean, I think it's it's probably uh, giving him a lot of credit to call him a C-list character, mm-hmm. and I love. I played Cabal in in MK3 uh, a lot, but I also recognize the fact that he's not one of the main. You know, kind of the main characters, especially when you get into the lore and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, to for him to have get, have gotten as much of a spotlight as he did in this, mm-hmm. it, it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and all it does is set the stage for characters who didn't get their, their kind of their kind of time in the limelight in this one, but it's set up for a trilogy. So, yeah, I mean, if if, if Cabal is this badass in the first one, who knows what's going to happen in the next two. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. So our last movie is, I have have a hard time calling this one a horror movie. It's got horror trappings, but I mean, it's basically a relationship movie. Um, Yeah. And uh, directed by uh, Travis Stevens. Written by Kathy Charles and Mark Steensland and Travis Stevens. Uh, and that is uh, Jacob's Wife, which starring yep. the always amazing Barbara Crampton um, yep. and Larry Fessenden, which I'm Fessenden. Sure, Fessenden, sorry. You know Larry Fessenden? Come on, son. I, I don't, I'm always bad with, with, <laughs> with last names. He's a, he, he's horror, uh, he's horror. He's been uh, in everything. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. one of those guys. He's 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 been in he's been in everything. Um, so essentially, uh, you know, Barbara Crampton plays Anne, uh, who is married to Larry Fassenden, who plays Pastor Jacob, and um, you know they are a kind of older married couple, and you know she. It's obvious that she's kind of taken a back seat to him. Over the years, you know, he'll kind of talk over her. Well, yeah, they, 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 um, they've, they've both grown up in in this town together. Is was kind of my take, mm-hmm. and 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 she, um, she never left the town. Whereas yeah. other people that she kind of used to run with did. Right. She was kind of a, a wild child. Right. Uh, and he is not, and so he him being the pastor. Well, he's a pastor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, and then she ended up being married to him. It was kind of a shock 
to other people who come in and out of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, but, yeah. you can tell over time, like, you know, I think Jacob has kind of taken it, not taken advantage, but, um, I mean, I, I guess taken advantage of the fact that she's, she's mean, there. Yeah. And so he, you know, he talks over yeah. her. He doesn't necessarily consider her opinion. He doesn't, he doesn't really see her as a, as a really a partner uh, in this marriage. He sees her more as someone who is just supposed to kind of make his breakfast, be there right. Um, right. At, at the end of service, you know, that type right. of thing, as opposed to, you know, her own woman, uh, her own person who, who has an equal stake in the relationship, but also, you know, maybe is, is beginning to not really understand what her place is as she gets older, which, you know, for an older actress, that is exactly kind of why Barbara yeah. Crampton has said she wanted to do this movie. And she took this movie to a bunch of different people before she finally got it made because she's like, this is my life. Like, like when I was 36, 37, like the phone wouldn't ring. I could not get roles. Yeah. You know, so this yeah. idea is as you get older questioning, well, who am I and what, what value do I have? And, you know, because Hollywood is such a young person's game, not so much for mm -hmm. men, you know, George Clooney could make whatever movie he wants to exactly. make tomorrow. Exactly. Yep. But, you know, it, when Anna Kendrick turns 40, is she, are they going to be casting her as somebody's grandma? Even though, you know, casting her <laughs> right. as a grandma to a kid who's 10 years her junior, right? Like, so, you know, for yeah. Barbara Crampton, it, this movie was a, a personal thing. And you can tell by the way she plays, she plays yes. Anne. And then yep. Anne, while, to your point, you know, meeting up with someone, they're trying to save some mill. Some it's a preservation site. It's a mill, and she she mm. goes to the mill with this guy that used, like you're saying, she used to run with, and he's like, "Wait, I'm, I'm amazed you didn't leave." And then she kisses him, but then he gets murdered by a vampire, and yep. she gets bit. So there's that kind of wrapped into it, where she's like, you know, this thing happened to me while I was in the act of cheating on my husband. Um, right. but it awakens something in her, not just that she now needs, wants to drink blood and, but also I am a different person now. I'm not content mm. to just sit back well, and, yeah. and be talked over and, and make his breakfast. Right. Like I, I right. actually, I'm my own person and I, I want to say in things it's, too. It's, it's super interesting, uh, that it took, uh, uh, her being, uh, bitten it it took vampirism for her for whore for her to admit that to herself because yeah. that was the case before but she like wouldn't admit it or like didn't go all in on it and then and then uh, uh once something super fucked up happened all of a sudden she's like yeah, no. Uh, make your own fucking breakfast, you fat fuck. Right. <laughs> and I mean, and, and horror movies, I mean, they, they always stand in for something else, right? Like, I mean, well, not always. Sometimes it's just a cash-in on a, you know, a vibe or whatever. But I mean, it's mm. not it's not uncommon that a horror, you know, that, that they're just kind of using something, you know, horror to uh, essentially talk about uh, uh, this type of theme. Exactly. You know, what exactly. what what I liked about it was, you know, initially you would think Jacob as a pastor would just be like, okay, I'm just going to put, I'm fucking killing you because I can't have this. You know, it yeah. reminded me of, I don't know if you ever watched, um, now I can't remember the name of it, um, the show on Netflix with Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant where she gets turned yes. into a zombie. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that show. It, it, I, can't I did too. Remember the name of it, but it's, um, it's like the name of it was like the name of the place they were at. Was it? I don't remember. Um, where she but, was a zombie. Yeah, yeah, but the fact that he just was like, "All right, cool. This is our life now. We're gonna make it work." And so, uh-huh. you know, initially, that's kind of how Jacob is too, because she's not killing people. You know, she's uh-huh. she's not doing great things, but she's not she hasn't killed anyone. You know, but at the same time, you know, when it ends and and Santa it's, Clarita died. Santa Clarita Sorry. died. Thank you. Yes, when, <laughs> when it ends, and and it and it seemed like she might have had the opportunity to no longer be a vampire. She's like, no, I'm going to stay this way. I like mm-hmm. who I am. And I'm like, all right, I get that. But no, yeah. nothing says that you have to stay an undead monster that might get to the point where you want to kill people to right. remain an independent woman where you've realized now that your relationship with your husband and, and what is reasonable for him to expect for you from you out of this marriage that- it's you know, exactly like, that. Like you, it's exactly that. I, you right? know, like, you you could you could still now that you know who you want to be as a person, you could still be that person without being a vampire. <laughs> right, right. But and, and that's that's what's super interesting about this movie and these characters is because she was that person. Yeah. Before she yeah. decided to marry the uh, yes. Jacob. Yes. And uh, she was like, you know, uh, for lack of a better a better terminology a, a wild child yeah you know she had fun she hung out she did all these things and the people who who lived in the same town with her who left and and have and and are coming back you know in the movie are like oh my god really yeah like you married him like they're shocked that this person who who used to have you know she used to party and she used to have a good time and stuff Right. Uh, she settled down with uh, a pastor, and and the you know kind of the the relationship stuff that comes from that, where he he obviously is from the same town, so knew that she has this past, and so when supernatural stuff starts to happen, he's even more hesitant to kind of believe that's the case because he's like oh no my my wife who used to be a whore or whatever like used to be you know this kind of thing uh and now she wants to be it again uh it's not supernatural this is something i've i've known was coming since the day we got together and stuff and so the way the way that that relationship plays on the because uh, you know it, it's a whole thing, right? It's like when you watch these kind of these kind of horror movies, somebody knows that it's a vampire, and nobody believes them. And just, yeah, right. And it kind of goes from there. But the way this movie does it, based on the relationship from these two characters, is something that I've never seen before, and I thought it was really interesting, you know, to to see. Uh, how it played out and then once he realized uh what was going on the fact that he didn't immediately you know uh side with the police who Mm. they were like well they were uh, useless essentially they were just like i don't know what this is i I don't even want to deal with it what was funny was like they they knew that shit something was wrong but they were like well here's the thing pastor yeah uh 
you say that you weren't there, but here's the Bible. Right, yeah. From your church and stuff like that. And so they they were so, like, not wanting to... I think for them, they just were like, I don't even want to deal with it. I don't even know it, how, what it this was is. That. I don't it was even want to... exactly wanna, that, right? They're I don't like, want to have to address it at all. Let's just... Right, Yeah. right. And, uh, and so, like, watching, like, his relationship with his wife and knowing her past... And then him not wanting to believe that it was like a supernatural, like a, a an evil thing, mm-hmm. uh, and then like not wanting to deal with the police, mm-hmm. who obviously didn't want to deal with it either. Like all of it was so it was just funny to me. Yeah, uh, like I really enjoyed it. And then I got texted you uh, to to see if you had, had watched it yet. Uh, when it and I'm not gonna spoil it, but uh, and I know if this is like a this movie was made by the the director who did uh, the girl on the third floor, mm-hmm. which you which and I did not enjoy. Movie. It's a terrible so, ter- movie. Yes, I was gonna. So I was gonna ease into it by saying you and I didn't enjoy it. It's uh, fucking terrible. No, because I don't want I don't want you to think <laughs> I don't want people to think that they should watch it. No, that it was a, a movie, movie that that it's we just didn't terrible. like. It's awful. <laughs> no, it's terrible. So this is the same director and God bless him. Like he did way better on yeah. his, his, his next movie, but there's, <laughs> there's a scene, uh, in this one towards the end where they're in the, the backyard and, uh, the main vampire, which is super, I, I will say this, the, the Nosferatu, like main, yeah. like vamp yeah. is female. Yeah. Which, she, I get the feeling based on some promotional stuff I saw that she used to be like a nun, which I would you would never get from no, you would never get from what Honestly, she says. You wouldn't even know it was a female if she never spoke. Exactly. She literally like like she literally looks like Nosferatu, but it's super cool that the Nosferatu vampire is female, and she's like, well, because well, her whole thing is, is that, a, what are you going to be, you're going to be a slave to these guys your whole life? Like, you know who you are. Exactly. You you know, exactly. you know, you know what we're allowed to do and not allowed to do, That's, and I'm giving you the opportunity to do whatever yeah. you want. That right there is the most interesting thing and, and the best part of this movie, because outside of that one thing, this is every vampire movie you've ever seen. Well, I don't know about that. I think that I, I think that there's that, but I think it's also like this is a movie that only works because the the main couple are older. Like this movie doesn't work with you know thirty somethings or twenty somethings who have only been together a few years. Like you know the 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 rut that they fall into and the way that she her view of their relationship has changed is only something that happens with uh, people who have spent a life together and then their paths. You know, it, it, you know what you, you know, so when you've been with someone for a long time, you know, you're both going to change as people. It's just inevitable. Like life happens and experience happens. And what you hope is that you both change in a way that allows you to still be together. But sometimes you both change or one of you changes or whatever in a way that you are go apart. And so mm. this this works because of the that time that they've spent together and and she like to your point 
maybe, you know, she might have felt as if she changed to be the pastor's wife, but she's still the person she had been before, and he might have always been worried that she was going to go back to being that person she was before, which maybe meant it, made it so that he felt like maybe needed to to exert more control. So, like, you, ha- it, it works because of them. And if yeah. this was just a regular vampire movie with teenagers or... 20-somethings, you know, that weight of their relationship wouldn't have played as big of a role. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, I agree. But but I think, you know, to your point, the the vampire being not just, uh, well, these are, you know, people are cattle, we should do what we want, but also, but, but this specifically, this is a female vampire who is made a choice to turn, and if you pay attention in the movie, only women um yep and then saying yep. to Anne, i've given you a gift were well, you gonna fucking mm-hmm. live with this schmuck for the rest of your life he doesn't know mm-hmm. you he doesn't understand mm-hmm. what you need or what you want i know because i've been there and i got something right. better and yeah it comes at a cost but what doesn't and i've given right. it now and now i've given it to you and you have a choice you can either be the person that you feel like you should be that you know you should be or you can fucking dick around with this asshole Right, um, exactly. Yeah, like, but you know, in yes, hundred percent. That's exactly the, like the the message for the movie. Um, but I just, I just felt I, I was so, so I texted you, uh, in the the backyard scene, mm-hmm. because it's listen. I know, you know, <laughs> this movie uh, didn't have the uh, a Marvel movie budget, so. No, and that's fine. Uh, they don't. I mean, right? I agree, but at the same time, I still I can't help myself but laugh at certain things. Yeah, and and when the the Nosferatu female vampire was supposed to be like floating in, yeah, uh, and and CM Punk, who I thought was fucking hilarious in this movie, but I hated him in the. Girl I didn't even Third realize Court. he was in this movie. To be perfectly yeah, honest. he was he was the deputy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I laughed my ass off. Yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. I just looked. Uh, yeah. And uh, but when the the vampire was supposed to be like floating in mm-hmm. in the background, mm-hmm. uh, it was very very evident that the vampire was on some wires. Oh, well, this and... is like an hereditary, right? Where the headless corpse at the end is like floating yes. and you're like, okay, okay. you kind of had me until that point And now it's like, funny. It was 100%. <laughs> when I saw, because whoever the actor or actress was, who was playing that character, who was supposed to be on those wires, Bonnie it, like, Aarons, jerked, it was the master. It jerked a couple of times. And when it did, like, <laughs> I was like, well, she almost fell. <laughs> yeah. It, it made me laugh so hard. It took me completely out of the movie, and yeah. it would suck because I was super into it, and I was like, it made me think about things and, and things we talked about. Yeah. Uh, and, and and you know, I was like, man, this is amazing. These questions. This is yeah. like so not a typical, uh, and it's still not. I don't mean to discredit yeah. what it does. It is not a typical. Uh, a, a vampire movie because man, vampire movies are a dime a dozen, yeah. right? And it's it's super rare that one uh, introduces ideas that makes you think 
outside of the realm of hey, it's just a vampire movie. Like you know, it's like oh, there's a main vampire and he glamours the yeah. female shit like that. This one is not that, and yeah. and it's it's it to its credit that is fucking great, and I yeah. I really like, but. There's just things. It's like you know, it's not a, a a a studio film. It's not a big budget thing. It's so <laughs> certain things like when the when the Nosferatu vampires is supposed to be Falls. floating down, yeah, and he's on <laughs> wires and he's scared shitless. When yeah. The wires don't do what they're supposed to. I can't help but laugh. Yeah, but uh, but that doesn't diminish you know the 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 message or you know what the the idea for this movie is and uh it it's it's a fantastic movie yeah and i mean and it's you know i mean, i think that you know we i mean barbara crampton you know unfortunately has had plenty of roles where what they wanted was for her to scream and and show her tits right mm. um yeah and and you know but for her to finally kind of get the opportunity and to work um you know like when we talk about horror movies like you can't talk about horror movies without you know the the impact that horror movies in the, in the 80s and stuff had on popular culture without paying you know a debt of gratitude to, to Barbara Crampton because yeah, I mean, it sure. just simply wouldn't be the movies that we had without her in them so you know yep. for 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 this to finally kind of be you know her opportunity to tell a story that that resonates as deeply with her as it did um get it you know kind of get it made and 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 have it seen i th- i think is great um and um you know i i yeah so uh i hope i hope people watch it even if vampire movies are not your thing don't look at it so much as a vampire movie well, as a as a relationship movie um, yeah that's the other thing right like I, you know i kind of feel like you know how these kind of things they they come back around and stuff like yeah. there's like sort of this weird cycle um and and there are a lot of, of werewolf movies uh that are they're that being yeah. done and are coming out this year and stuff like that but also there's some there's some uh movies that are are doing vampire things uh and 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 not just falling into traditional vampire movie tropes they're doing some different stuff mm-hmm. like this movie and uh, the one, this Irish movie that hit Shutter uh, last week, the boys from County. Oh yeah, yeah, something or another. County Hell. Uh, yeah, that County Hell. Yes, that movie also uh, is is uh, uh, an Irish uh, movie, uh, and it it also it it, it definitely so it it kind of hints at some werewolf tropes like literally it begins as um sort of a a a knockoff of american werewolf in london uh but what it does with kind of vampire tropes uh is is there's some original stuff in there and that's Mm. yeah i'm looking forward to watching it i just i forgot all about it yeah it's a good movie it's a really good movie it it, it's it's uh it, it like i said it takes kind of typical vampire ideas and it it goes in some original ways mm-hmm. and it at times is sort of evil dead mm-hmm. or uh return of the living dead mm-hmm. uh it's like some of the comedy stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it, it's it's a really good movie like i watched it uh 
and I watched it last week, and I, was, I had no idea. Like it was just the new Shutter hotness, and I was like, "All right." And I put it on, and man, I was shocked at how much how how good of a time I had with it. And that's super fun when when these these kind of movies take classic monster tropes and kind of put their own spin on it. And sometimes they're funny, and sometimes it's like, "Holy shit!" Uh, you know, that's way scarier. Like for Jacob's wife, it's like, it's like, uh, Jesus Christ, if it was just a vampire thing, that would be one thing. But man, like the ideas and the, the way that it, it, it it puts relationships as the main focus and, and, and the vampire stuff is almost like secondary to the real life stuff. Like that's, that's what I want to watch. Yeah. I've seen a million fucking vampire movies, right. but I've never, I've not seen one other vampire movie that was like Jacob's wife. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the boys from County Hall. I just, I have to make a list of things uh, that are on shutter to watch. It's fun. It's yeah. Fun. You'll, you'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, so, uh, real quick, we don't need to, I don't really f- we don't need to take a break per se. I, just, I have a question for you. I know you haven't gotten a lot into um, Monster Hunter Rise, but the, the stuff that you've done, like, do you find it easier than World? Yes. Like, okay. uh, yes. For, okay. The, the, so far, from what I've done, 100%. Okay. I thought it was just me because I've, I mean, I've definitely done more um, hunts than, than you have at this point. Um and I have purposefully made more of an effort to go, okay, like, I'll look up ahead of time, you know, kind of basically play Monster Hunter the way you're kind of supposed to. Like, I, I look up ahead of time, I see what kind of weakness the monster has, and then if I have the materials, I craft a weapon that can take advantage of those weaknesses. You know, I, right. I've done a bunch of hunts um, to get a full armor set. I've I've upgraded that armor set with armor spheres and things like that. So, like... You know, kind of, I've played the game more the way that they kind of expect you to play it. And, mm-hmm. but I'm also doing like, you know, quests like for monsters I've never fought before. And I think I've been the entire, I've put in 30, maybe th- uh, 35 hours at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the exact number is. I've been down, I've never, I have not failed a hunt at all. And yeah. I think I've been downed once. Yeah. So in yeah, that entire have, time. Yeah, I've not died at all. Um, and here's here's what happens uh, for me so far. And I'm only I'm I'm under ten hours, but uh, I'll go out on a quest that's like a gathering quest where I'm mm-hmm. just supposed to pick up honey or mm-hmm. <laughs> you know whatever. Right. And then while I'm out there, I'm like, oh look at this duck bill motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I've and, killed I've killed monsters just for looking at me wrong. Like I've exactly, never I never did that in world. Like exactly I never did that doing. in world. If like, I in man. world if I was going after a monster, I was like, okay, I need to prepare. But I'll be like, I'll, same as you, like, or I'll just be like, you know, on a, a quest for like a tour of this area, and I see a monster, and I'm like, a monster, I didn't even know what it was, and I just started beating yeah. the shit out of it, and I would that never weird, have done uh, that, that in weird, world. That weird duck bill uh, bear thing oh yeah I had no business fucking with yeah the mission that it told me to go do yeah and i was like fuck that thing i'm gonna fuck that thing's world up and yeah. i did 
<laughs> so yeah, yeah. No, this one I, I feel like personally, so far from what I've done, it's it's way easier. And I mean, and I still. And here's the thing, though. I I and I'm, I'm sure purists. I'm sure once you get to the apex hunts, and if you're doing like, oh, the, if you're doing sure. the yeah. hub quests where they expect there to be more people, I'm sure they get more difficult. But this is exactly kind of the the level of difficulty that's perfect for me. And I, and maybe it is because I'm taking the time to pick weapons that are appropriate for what I'm going up against. But you yeah. know, it, it's um. I mean, I'm really enjoying it. Um, even even now that I'm done, I'm quote unquote done with the story because the story is very flimsy. Uh, right. But but you know, now that I'm going after monsters I've never gone after before, and I'm going okay, like now I I it's unlocking more weapon trees and things like that. Like I'm well, I'm, I'm really even even world was that way. Like for me, yeah. Because, you know, back then, like we would play, you know, every night at seven, but like. See, no, I feel like I'm. Uh, I feel like I'm doing way more. Like I. I feel like I don't. I don't feel like I did a lot in World Solo. I feel like I, I did. did. Like I. I, okay. I, I would. And maybe, I, would and maybe I did, and I just don't remember. For me, like I would prepare for our fights at seven by playing all day at work because I used to play, you know, yeah. Destiny. At, you know, when I was in IT at the hospital, I played PS4 all day, and so. You know, once kind of Monster Hunter uh, replaced Destiny for me is that thing that I did, you know, all the time. I would play all day at work to prepare for when we would play okay. every night at seven. And so, so like, when you were like, man, Diabolos is, is pushing our shit, and I'm like, yeah, this one is. But I, I had killed, like, four at work that day. <laughs> okay, yeah. And maybe that's what it is, is, like, I, I don't... I, I mean, I didn't do any of that stuff, but also, I also kind of feel like maybe in this I don't have to as much. I don't know. It just seems, and I'm not this saying I'm not taking. Easier. Yeah, and and it's not. Um, There's nothing against that. It, it's perfect for me. No, I appreciate it because, like I said, like when it comes to the Switch, I I don't play the Switch uh, on docked. I play it in handheld mode. So, yeah. and this game rapes the battery. So anytime I play Monster Hunter Rise, I've got forty minutes or so, uh-huh. and that's it. So it, it, it thankfully the game being it, is kind of uh, sort of easier plays to that for me, and well, I and appreciate I think, it. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. It's like when you know because the hunts are timed. You know, you, if you're playing it solo, you really have to make sure, like, okay, do you actually have the full amount mm-hmm. of time? Whereas here, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, if I don't, I don't care. I just, I just turn the switch off, and and it pauses yep. it, and I just get back to it when I get back to it. Yep. Um. So, but um. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it, wrong. I love it. it. It's just as good as a world was. Um. Like I'm having just as much fun with rise as I did with world and that yeah. and world was my first monster hunter. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, the, the limitations of it being for me anyway, being strictly handheld, I, I kind of appreciate the, the pace so far. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think too, like, I don't know. I, I, I would go do 
you know, the the hub quests at the like if I had level one village quests, I'd do the level one village quest. Then I would do the level mm-hmm. one hub quests, and the level one hub quests are basically the same as level two village quests. So because I was doing those things, I was getting armor and weapons that were then mm. better, had me better equipped for when I would go. Now I've since outstripped that. Um, and I don't do, I don't fuck with any of the rampage stuff because I think it's terrible. Um, but, um, those, you, you do need to do that stuff if you really want to get your weapons like super up there and I'm not, yeah, and and I'll get there, you know, I, or I will, or I won't. It's so funny. Like it, it just reminds me of, uh, (laughs) when we were playing uh, world and, and, we were we were still struggling with how joining like playing together worked. Oh yeah, and you were like, "I'm over here getting my shit pushed in by this monster," and you're over there playing fucking Barbie dress up because I was. <laughs> yeah, creating... I didn't realize. Yeah, you don't realize how you're supposed to. <laughs> I was creating armor sets from the the monster we fought the night before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, but I I mean I I. I'm still, uh, you know, I, I think it's great. Like, I think that, I mean, I'm glad that I, I was amazed that I put as much time into it as I, as I did. I could have sworn, I would have told you it was way less than that, but it's just one of those games where, you know, you just kind of get into it and yep. I, I same like I'm, I, I love it, but I play it for an hour, hour and a half. And then my switch has to charge. And I don't play it that much more to be honest. I mean, yeah, I play it, docked sometimes but most of the time i'll kind of play it while watching tv but it's like i can just get a lot done in that time i think that's the difference i'm doing like the super generic quests like uh like last night i had to kill eight um of the you know the the basic bitch monsters and whatever that i'm in and stuff like that yeah yeah jagras exactly yeah so i did that last night uh and it didn't do anything for me other than to Say, hey, you did that. Now do this. Well, I'm you like, get right. you get materials and stuff, and I mean, it's I did, like, but I'm you, saying like I couldn't make I couldn't make an armor. Set no, no. So what I did, right? It's like I I played it for 30, 40 minutes. I did what it said to do, and I was like, all right, great. Now do this. And I'm like, all right, cool. Sometimes so, though, that's that's good though for me because it's like I could just kind of watch you know TV and then you know mm-hmm. just kind of get some shit done and you know whatever. So. Like to be honest, I literally did it just to to go ahead and sap the rest of the battery so I could go ahead and plug my switch in. Uh, yeah, and I mean, and I sometimes I I do it just because I'm like I I can't stand to not have it done. Like I can't I can't stand yeah. to to see that there's quests that I haven't finished. So you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm also kind of the same thing, but. You know, just just based on how I'm playing the game, it's like, well, I play till the battery's dead, and then I another day this week, I'll pick it back up and play again. And so, having the, I, I knew my battery was at thirty percent, and I wouldn't have that long to play, so I went and and murdered eight Jagrises, and it was like, hey, your switch might run out of battery soon. I was like, yeah, I know, right? And then, you know, I did that, got it done, and now, you know, I I plugged, I charged it, and the next time I play. Like I'll be in for a longer session, right, right, um, right, um, and I do have kind of Returnal coming, but you know, based on from what I've been reading, where there's been problems with like crashes and there's no auto save. I mean, I'll 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 dick around with it, but I don't I don't like. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I've been spoiled with Hades, so to play like a a rogue light where you've got to go through the whole run 
you know, there's no saving mm-hmm. along the way. I mean, I don't, right. I just don't have it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Housemark fan, but uh, reading reviews and stuff, everything everything that I hear about this game, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I mean, it's I'd just like, not going to be for me. <laughs> I'd love to see how it looks, but I just I don't have, you know, and and I mean, you know, Rogue, you know, Hades was different because like I could. I could stop playing it upstairs and then take the switch with me, go downstairs and mm-hmm. immediately pick up the run. Like sometimes when you're in the groove of a run, like stopping yeah. it, it just gets you yeah. right out of it. So, yep. you know, I, yep. I'm, I'm kind of tempted. Part of me goes, well, why even bother like installing it and updating? It? You know, you're not going to spend a lot of time on it. And I mean, it doesn't cost you anything. You just send it back. But part of me goes, yeah, but I also don't really have anything right now until, you know, more closer mm. to the end of May. So why not just see how it looks and, Play around yeah. with it, so. Well, for me, it's because it's a house house mark game, and I'm a big fan of that studio. And yeah. this is their kind of their first major uh, sort of triple A, right? Third person, like it's it's not. It, this game is not what I I call like an arcade, like an an Xbox arcade kind of right. thing. Right, which is what most of their games have been. Uh, this is a AAA experience, and this is their first one. And like, I want it to be a success. I really do. But, uh, and it looks amazing. Like the things that I've seen. Right. I'm like, yep, that bullet hill kind of thing, because that's kind of what they're known for and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, and this being a third person version of that, I'm like, holy shit, uh, that's amazing. Uh, I don't want to play that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Like I, I, I super want it to be successful, but I also know it's not going to be for me. Right. It's going to fuck my shit up, and I'm going to get really aggravated with it. And and the lack of saves is yeah. like, oh shit. <laughs> right. It's right. not going to be for me, but I want it to be successful because I love the studio. So right. I'm kind of torn on it. Right. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I've, I've long passed that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't want anyone to fail, but I'm like, I'm not spending my money on something that I know I'm not going to enjoy. Yeah. I just, I don't, I just, I don't, this is not worth it's, it it's, for me. It's one of those things that's going to be 20 bucks. In yeah, it'll, it'll, yeah, and at that point, sure, but like now when they want like 70 or whatever, like, like no. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I want it to be successful. I love them and they deserve Right, every bit of of money and, and and success, and all these things, because they've put out multiple games that have have been like, you know, right, successful when it comes to like critical successes, but when it comes to people actually playing it, not so much. Right, and and they 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 absolutely deserve a win. Uh, but I'm not going to spend $70 on a thing that's going to make me want to uh, take my DualShock or, or whatever the fuck the PS5 controller is called and, and shove it through my skull. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, that uh, has been it for us for our eventful uh, 120th episode. Next week, we will have the new... Uh, Dementia 2 joint uh, to, uh, no, to talk about as well as uh, potentially uh, the first one 
Exactly. Uh, <laughs> which I know I haven't seen, but uh, well, it's got a job. Yeah, I can't memory. remember if I've seen or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, so we'll have that as well as um, I, I do want to. I know you you said you've enjoyed the Mitchells and the Machines. I'm going to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, uh, fantastic! Yeah. Spoiler. Alert. That's a fucking great movie. Yeah. Um, and then of course you know uh, we'll, we'll see uh, kind of what else uh, comes our way. Um, but. Uh, Thanks so much for uh, spending the past hour plus with us. We really appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next couple weeks. So for myself and Mitch, uh, this has been episode 120 of Divided by Werewolves. And uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us. So thank you again. Good night and have a good evening. Uh, good evening. <laughs> Welcome to episode 120 of the pedophile-free Divided by Werewolves. Uh, New and improved. <laughs> that's pedophile. not funny. <laughs> that's it's not. It's like, listen, it's the whole thing. Uh, here's the thing. If we ever do like uh, like a release of like a DVD or a Blu-ray or something outtakes. of the episode, the outtakes are going to be, it's going to make way more sense. Um, you know that is yeah. that is so the, the one thing. thing is, uh, we talk before we ever start recording, yeah. and 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 we make a joke about the the red candy like button mm-hmm. uh, uh, from Ren and Stimpy, and then I had seen a Nickelodeon documentary, and I had no idea that the guy that created Ren and Stimpy was a, a pedophile. So we yeah. talked about, oh my god, like I I had no idea, and uh, yeah, so. All of our jokes about the red candy-like button are now like super fucking creepy, and I had no idea. So, <laughs> and then Skype crashed, and then Skype crashed. As <laughs> if to say, I was in the middle of apologizing for. for, for... Hello. Ah. <sighs>